With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings. Welcome in Hour 3 of the program here on a Friday night. Mike Harmon alongside Dan Beyer in for Jason Smith. Smith out trying to find some muskrat or some delicacies that definitely weren't on our top 10 or top 8, as it were, most consumed meats across the globe. <laughs> you guys did pretty well, though. No, that wasn't I bad. Will say. Well, we were all asking each other afterwards, like, was shrimp its own category? Was this its own category? We got pretty deep into it. I believe that shrimp ended up in the fish category. I would I would say I would I would I would venture a guess maybe in that seafood category. 
It's right? all good. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, probably I mean, just more no, a catch-all. Yeah. I don't no think that people are eating more horse than shrimp, but horse <laughs> was 12th on the list. <laughs> Never know. We're talking global, baby. Global! <laughs> but either way. Hey, rabbit, you guys guessed rabbit. Rabbit was 10th on the list. Not bad. Pretty good guesses. Start getting deep into, uh, you know, the gator and rattlesnake part of things. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, if you missed the the feud uh, yesterday or today, download uh, the show, The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you get your audio. Uh, download it. Give it five stars. We'll love you forever and ever. And uh, once I can get, you know, the road to swole going and just start walking coast to coast, I'll stop by and give you a hug. We can share a beer. And maybe whatever the delicacy is of your hometown. Uh, we've got I Watch a Flex Season 2 coming in short order. If you have any thoughts on stat polls or, or random pieces you'd like included in the show for this year. As we do a couple episodes every week during the NFL season. Recaps, look-aheads, evaluation of workload splits, target counts, etc. Please do let us know at Dan Byer on Fox. And at Swollen Dome, for me, you hear Dan weekdays here as part of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio, also hosting on the weekend. Double duty again this weekend, right, Dan? Yes, in tomorrow with Bucky Brooks, 5 o'clock Eastern to Pacific, and then George Reister and myself on Sunday. Locked and loaded, and I'll be back on Sunday morning with LeVar Arrington, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific time, uh, four hours of merriment, a lot of football as we get ready uh, for teams to descend upon training camp. And that's what we've been watching uh, in Vegas the last couple of weeks, some exhibitions mixed therein uh, for Team USA, a lot of hand-wringing losses to Nigeria and to Australia, and then a victory over Argentina. So it's like, all right, where are we? Kevin Durant in his press availability today said, well, you know, we kind of expected, you know, set up to lose early. Uh, I don't know how well that goes over, but either way, you got a lot going on with the team. Bradley Beal went into COVID-19 health protocols, no longer part of the team, Kevin Love has opted out, still recovering from an ankle injury, trying to get get himself right for the next NBA season. So he's out. Enter JaVale McGee and Keldon Johnson. How about that? Bring in a little length, defense, and a guy who's, well, an everyman. What a career he's had. I can't wait for the book version of uh, JaVale McGee when he's done. And then you got Keldon Johnson, young star for the Spurs, uh, and a lot of hand wringing over guys who weren't chosen, Dan. Yeah, and I, I I love these picks. Why you've got Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard on your team? Why do you need another guy that's going to go in there and score? I mean, it's the, the the days of of LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Kobe Bryant teaming up for Team USA uh, are long gone. Where you're going to have a superstar like Kobe did, kind of say, you know what, I'll take the hit, guys. You, I'll, I'll play the defense. I'll, I'll, I'll rebound. I don't need to go out here and score. Handle, let the other guys handle it. Those days are over. Now, Kevin Durant, let him score. Let Damian Lillard do his thing. But you're not going to have guys in the NBA that are stars for their teams go in, I think, and just completely change who they are. And there was such an uproar about Trey Young not being asked on the team. He even tweeted it himself. That team doesn't need Trey Young. They don't. They, they, I, I, I don't understand why you would need another guy who needs the ball in his hand. I don't think of Trey Young. I think of Trey Young as a point guard, but I don't think of him as a facilitator. No, but that's so, just it, right? All these guys, we just because they're short, we give them the the point guard 
tag. They're not point guards. Trey Young and Steph Curry are not point guards. Correct. I mean, if 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 that's what you like, if you're looking for somebody who could just go in and be floor general, there's enough of those guys. Honestly, you're going to have Drew Holiday coming in uh, once the NBA Finals are over. He doesn't have to carry that scoring load that those other guys do. You didn't need Trey Young. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, maybe Trey Young was was good enough to be on that team, but it's not what Team USA needed. They didn't need a guy going in there and you know, shooting 37-foot jumpers. That's not what the – you know, JaVale McGee is going to provide, as you said, the size and shot-blocking ability. How much How much would the Lakers have liked to have had that this past season? They're filling out an actual team. And actually, I think one of the criticisms too, Mike, of Team USA in the first two exhibitions were, well, you just – you got a lot of guys together. You got a lot of guys who are just stars on their, their own team, and now they're trying to get, uh, you know, get together on, on one page. Well, now you've kind of heard that criticism. I don't know how true it was, but you've done something to address it. Now you bring in Kelvin Johnson, and he's not going to sit there and take 20 shots a game. I'm all for it. Plus, he's fared you know, pretty decent in the appearances that we've seen him. I just I don't understand the infatuation. I, I understand that it may stink for Trey Young, but it's not what Team USA needed. But that's just it, right? A lot of, a lot of people on – Twitter, across social media, talking heads as well, going, well, why wouldn't you add him? Why wouldn't you add John Morant? Uh, some opining for Zion Williamson. It's not a matter of bringing in another collection of stars. Would I like to see John Morant and Zion? Sure. Fan, uh, obviously, two young young guys that are going to be instrumental in helping to continue the growth and expansion of this league for years to come, but they're not what this team needed. No. And especially when you look at Zion, not that you want to put him in bubble wrap, but if I'm the Pelicans, I don't necessarily want him going and playing another month and a half of basketball, you know, between the workouts, the exhibition games, and then the Olympics themselves ahead of the next season. I want to see if I can get him through 82 games in a playoff run. (laughs) That's that's, that's very well put. Like, if you're a Grizzlies fan or you're a Hawks fan, especially with Trey Young. And, and, I mean, considering the ankle injury that Trey Young had, and I don't know how much he was at uh, on a scale of of 0 to 100% in game six, I don't know how much he was – uh, of useful for the Atlanta Hawks. And so now you look at already he's coming off of that injury. What do you want him to do if you're Atlanta? Do you want him to try to rush back and now play for Team USA on an ankle that still could be weak? Or do you want him to rest up this offseason, to your point, and get ready for an 82-game grind? I mean – I, I just I I know it's I know it's I don't want to say it's easy, but it is easy to be like oh of course and and you think of the name oh, of course he he should be one of the twelve guys. But even the even the makeup of the team when you know when Kevin Love was 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 made, I don't think we thought that Kevin Love was one of the top twelve guys on Team USA. But Kevin Love could have provided stuff, and he's not going to be there anymore. That others maybe couldn't. Jeremy Grant, do we look at Jeremy Grant as a top? You know, 12 guy, no, but you're doing different things. That's what they're trying to fill out. You had scoring. You have guys who are going to have the ball in their hand. That's That was the least of Team USA's worries. So I just don't understand why everybody's up in arms that Trey Young wasn't wasn't included and wasn't invited to join the well, team. Well, we love star power. He did tweet out the Isaiah Thomas uh, clip from the last dance uh, as part of his uh, protest 
for not being selected and asked, and Ja did some of the same. And and I get it. For resume purposes, and maybe the altruistic, hey, I want to represent the company, company, the country, but you notice what I did there, the Freudian <laughs> slip, where it's the same thing. It's It's brand building and Olympic success and having a gold medal on your resume is certainly something that you can bring into pitch meetings with prospective you know, brand partners and, and, and the like going forward. So, you know, there is some of that to be included there. Obviously, an honor to play for the country, but let's call it what it is. There's also, as we talk about NIL and all of these other things related to athletes and trying to make sure you capitalize and make the most of your time in the spotlight, the Olympic Games is certainly part of that equation as as well. You mentioned uh, with JaVale, JaVale McGee and all he brings to the table as a player, both he and Keldon Johnson also have two very important things on their resumes. Time working with Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr. Sure. So familiarity. Johnson, an up-and-coming would-be star in San Antonio, and JaVale McGee, who was part of the Warriors' success. You know what you're getting. Yeah. And for McGee, I mean, this is a guy going all the way back to 2008. NBA career, who's a guy that just, he does the dirty work. He's not going to fill up the stat sheet, but you need one or two guys on your roster like that. You have a team that has, that will have Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Chris Middleton, Zach Levine. Just take those six guys. That team should be good enough to win a gold medal. Why would you need another guy that can score? The, like the way that it's filled out. I mean, you know, Draymond is on this team. You mentioned the addition of you know Keldon Johnson, Javale McGee, Drew Holiday comes in there, and as I said, he's not going to be a guy who's going to demand twenty shots a game. He's going to go in there and guard the best opposing guard of of whoever they're playing. You know, I I mean, it just it doesn't it it doesn't make a lot of sense to me like you could just see it plain as day but we got we have to make a controversy and everything or say that somebody's getting snubbed sorry the hype i, I i'm still not buying the trey young hype i never bought the ben simmons hype i'm i trey young has, has had great performances but i still am wondering how he makes his other teammates better so that's the last thing that you would need for team usa is another guy to come in there there's no way he's going to change on how he plays I'm sorry. He's not just going to come in. The Olympics start next week. You know, he's not going to just flip the switch. And again, the ankle injury, none of it makes sense. Yeah, there's a million reasons uh, that it doesn't make sense to add him roster construction, the ankle, etc. If you're ready to to rally for the, an, an Eastern Conference crown, you know what? Take the time. Get right and be ready to roll when the season uh, comes anew. To your point, all these guys, unless they suddenly were declared ineligible because it's a best of three to finish off the NBA finals, then, you know, maybe another story. But no, those guys are expected to get on a plane as soon as this is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and that's it. You, you've got a roster uh, that is complete. He's Dan Beyer in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon. Dan, at Dan Beyer on Fox is where you find him. Find me over at Swollen Dome. We're having some fun with you tonight. And we're going to go out to Vegas next, get some information on some of the officiating gaffes of the week and what it means to lines and set you to make you some money at the window this weekend as Bernie Fratto joins us. Yeah. Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes to the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Dan Byer in for Jason Smith. Evidently, we've got some big news coming out of the X Games. We got Guerrero hitting a couple of home runs. We got some powerhouses as we've got wrestling back in full effect on SmackDown. We've got the Open. We'll talk about the Open and some of the trials of golfers. And, well, some of them snap, Dan Byer. (laughs) <laughs> literally and figuratively over the course of the day it happens you get a little angry but the professional golfers unlike us common players don't have the ability to just uh, we don't have the ability to easily replace our clubs uh they have no problem with it us a little different story so when we chuck it into the pond that's also coming out of our pocket well, that's the thing, right? You got to be be making those economic decisions. Do I want to replace this club, or would I like to have the money to uh, maybe buy some more balls and and pay my fees at the next course I show up at? All of those things that you try to figure out. I've always felt if I was going to throw a club in the pond, that means I wasn't going to play any more golf in my life because they're expensive to replace, Mike. Yeah, I, I think you'd get over it. You're all entitled. You're entitled to one. <laughs> I don't have you a hear that, Lisa? Why? He's entitled yeah. to one. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you have a seven iron? Well, it's at the bottom of a pond right now. At the bottom of a dark Scottish lake. There you go. I got my uh, pop culture police reference in for tonight. Let's go out to the hotline, shall we? Joining us live from Las Vegas. You hear him every night, every Saturday night here on Fox Sports Radio, 11 p.m. to midnight Pacific time. Part of Straight Out of Vegas. You also hear him. He's with uh, on Sunday afternoon into evening here uh, this week on Fox Sports Radio. It's our buddy Bernie Fratto at Bernie Fratto. New book is out. The View from the Chief. You can find it at Amazon.com, uh, a lifetime of stories, and he is a master storyteller. Welcome in, Bernie. Hey, gentlemen, good to be with you. And ironically, July is usually the month where people don't come to Vegas for obvious reasons, like the wind chill averages about 114. But usually there's not a lot going on either. But just this last week, you know, Garth Brooks, Bruno Mars, who's still here, Conor McGregor, USA Basketball, and of course, all the other accoutrements. So Vegas is rolling. Big, Man. big numbers, everything flowing through. Go ahead, Dan. No, I was just going to say, I, I, what it, I mean, is, does baseball get any, any love in the, in the summertime, as you said? Like nobody really goes, or is it just people wanting to get in there and place their NFL bets in most years? The baseball handle, Dan, is the least of the four sports. It's close to hockey, although even the Stanley Cup will get more action. The long and the short of it is because baseball is played every day, and it's not the type of sport the average handicapper can stay on top of. There's so much to digest. It just simply doesn't have the cachet of football or basketball. Bernie, take me back to the Home Run Derby for a minute. You know me, I love where there's randomness that comes through, and we'll get to the WNBA All-Star Game in a minute. Uh, But when Trey Mancini got that extra pitch, what did that mean for uh, handles and any betting on the Home Run Derby? Well, fortunately, it didn't really matter much. Uh, A lot of times what you'll find in prop bets, like the Home Run Derby, the limits are very minimal. And because there is so much else going on in July and there's competition, the only thing that really saved the Home Run Derby is it was a singular standalone event. But for the most part, Mike, it had very little or no effect on the handle. Hmm, Interesting. What about something like the Open Championship? What are we looking with? I mean, now we've got some big names atop the leaderboard. Should be a great weekend. What about the action uh, over at Royal St. George's? 
Well, you know, it's interesting. I'm going to sound like a broken record. There's oh, not boy. a lot of heavy action <laughs> on the Open. But here, here, here's the reality, guys. Of the four majors, the Masters is king. Sure. The Masters will get more action than the other three combined. And again, because we've got so much happening. Uh, but there is a side story. Uh, interestingly enough, Dan, I know you're a real golf aficionado. The, the last two times the Open's been played at Royal St. George's, the winners have been long shots. In 2011, Darren Clark became the oldest to ever win the Open, and it was his first time as a major. Then in, back in 03, Ben Curtis was crowned as a champion, and he was only ranked 40th in the world. So here we go. Louis Oosthuizen is leading the pack. You could have got him at 40-1 to one three days ago, and Colin Morikawa at 30-1. to one. Now, both of their odds have dropped dramatically. West Hazen down to plus 250 and Morikama down to plus 450. The pros bet a few real long shots. Danny Willette was 250 to 1. Uh, he's currently tied for 17, so you can't completely count him out. And then you got the favorite, John Rom there, who was 7 to 1 to start their tournament. He's tied at 12 for the Kepka. You really can't count anybody out in this tournament over there at Royal St. George's. You know, and, and I do got to say, Curtis was 396th in the world. And jumped up to forty. Oh, you're you're, you're right. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. So he was he was like the longest of long shots. See, I knew you were the aficionado. Dan. <laughs> That's the only thing I do know. Ask my wife. <laughs> there you go. That, that I, I was waiting for the rim shot, or for her to start laughing in the background. Rule, 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 rule number six in golf: you're responsible for your own score and your own ball. And I think you just uh, dunked on me there, Dan. Nicely done. <laughs> well played. All right, so we got a best of three situation: NBA Finals, Bernie. Uh, what what are we looking at odds wise? How much is influenced? How much are we looking at Chris Paul and, and his play of last game influencing the line going forward? Well, I give Coach Bud a lot of credit because uh, Drew Holiday has been riding Chris Paul like a stick horse. He picks him up at ninety four feet and he's wearing him out. You can see sucking his will to live. Be that as it may, the Suns are a four point favorite heading into tomorrow night. And they're minus 175 on the money line, which is interesting because the Suns are only minus 150 to win the series. Be that as it may, the Suns still about a 60% chance to win the series. I like what the Bucks are doing. I feel the zigzag comes back tomorrow because for whatever reason, the Bucks can't seem to stand prosperity. But we'll see what happens tomorrow night. Uh, I think we've got a real series here. Uh, I find it interesting that the series price favors the Suns as much as it does right now because before we knew Giannis was even going to play back before game one, the Suns were minus 160. But I talked to odds makers, and if Giannis never would have gotten hurt, the Bucks actually would have probably been a f- minus 140 favorite to win the whole series. So everything is completely flipped. I feel like Phoenix gets the W tomorrow night, and then Game 6 will decide who wins this thing. I think, obviously, Phoenix closes them in Game 6. They win, but if Milwaukee catches them in 6 and uh, Phoenix lets them back off the map, then Game 7 is a real toss-up. Well, I was I was going to say maybe you just answered the question, but why is it still um, fa- why why is Phoenix still uh, the favorite that they are? Is it because of the two games at home they could possibly have? Is it because their game four performance or or what do you think? It's a combination of both, but more so obviously that they do have the home court advantage. And the sure. truth of the matter is teams that have the home court advantage in the NBA win a vast majority of the time. I would also say this, though, that heading into the playoffs, the Phoenix look to be the more dynamic team, the more complete team. Uh, they've got six or seven guys that can put up 15 points on any given night. And what drives the betting markets always will be the action that comes in. So the more Suns action comes in, the more the favorite they will become. Having said that, two days ago, 
Phoenix was minus seven, 175 to win the series. Right after game four, it's now down to 150. So you are seeing some bucks action coming in. But typically, Dan, what moves the line is always going to be the betting markets. Bernie Fratto, our guest here, Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Dan Beyer in for Jason Smith tonight. You hear Bernie weekly on Straight Out of Vegas, 11 to 12 p.m. Pacific time, uh, Saturdays into Sunday morning. Uh, you hear him on the air- airwaves over the course of the week, uh, and you can always follow him on Twitter, at Bernie Fratto. All right, the view from the cheap seats is now out and available everywhere. What am I looking at there? You're a storyteller and a man with many puns. Not not quite buyer like, but also uh, a lot of pop culture references in, in your work, Bernie. What am I expecting when I pick this up? Well, I've always been a sucker for a good story. I think most of us are. And there's an old saying: "Give me a fact and I'll learn it. Tell me the truth, I'll believe it. But share a good story; it lives in my heart the rest of my life." And as Tip O'Neill once said, "If they have the added value of being true, that's even better." The long and the short of it is: when I trained under Dick Shap. I learned that while the box scores are important and the final results are important, the things that add depth and texture to sports and the things you feel are the stories. And stories entertain us, they inform us, they provoke thought, and we always like to hear people telling stories. You remember the old show, The Sports Reporters, with Dick Schaap? Sure. They had a feature at the end called Parting Shots. Well, that's what got me going with him many, many years ago. So what you're going to find is one story after another having to do with real-life people in real-life situations. Some were teams, some were individuals, some were on the field, some were off the field. I'll give you one just really super quick sample. Don Shula, the legendary Don Shula, him and his wife and five kids were once vacationing in northern Maine in the middle of the summer, and they said, why don't we take an movie so they go to a movie theater in the middle of nowhere and as they enter the theater they look down on the front row there's only three people inside the entire movie theater and as soon as shula and his clan enter the three people stand up and start cheering shula's wife dorothy looks at him and says well look at that don no matter where you go you're loved everywhere they must be dolphins fans and the guy in front says lady we have no idea who the hell your husband is all we know is they won't start the movie in this theater till there's at least 10 people here (laughs) it's a lesson in humility so there are on the field stories off the field stories uh you know all the way from fred arbanis who happened to be the only player in the history of the nfl who was blind in one eye he was a tight end there's a great story about that and the referee he had the exchange with and the real dream team back in 1936 about a small aau team that actually won the gold medal was played outside in a rainstorm if you can believe it and dr james naismith who invented basketball was denied access to the game because of a paperwork snafu there is one crazy story after another that will get you thinking and the idea is in this world of sports right it's the toy department of life there's no question about it i take you outside the the norm and kind of take you behind the scenes and stories people have told me over the years Bernie, I, I do, before I let you go, it, July 16th, Barry Sanders' birthday. Do we have any Barry Sanders, any Lions stories in the book that we can look forward to? Well, I will say this. I'll never forget. On August 7th, 1999, the day Barry Sanders retired, he hadn't uh, he hadn't returned any of Bobby Ross's letters. He hadn't returned any of his phone calls. And he, he was. we'd look back now, and he was giving clues the year before. The only thing I can say is the reason I remember that so well is the 10 years I covered the Lions pre and post. Uh, the first year was Barry Sanders last year, and the last year was 2008 when Rod Marinelli went 0-16. Barry Sanders was a true class act, but I'll tell you, he left in a very unceremonious fashion, and it took the city of Detroit about 10 years to forgive him. Man, 
I think we finally stopped asking him if he's coming back, though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> pretty... about 10 years in a row, it was like I'd, I'd run into him at, at an event and be like, so, Barry, you're looking good. And he goes, yeah, no. Well, <laughs> he, he really meant it. What's interesting is dad told him it was time to get the hell out of there. And the irony is everybody always thought Barry was the best running back in football. He probably was, but probably a slight, uh, slight nod to Emmett Smith because later in his career, Barry didn't get the ball between the tackles and to get it on the goal line, and Emmett was probably a little bit better blocker. But you'd see uh, Barry. Uh, Barry's dad at Lions events and we'd say to him do you think your son's the best running back in football he goes hell no Jim Brown it'll always be Jim Brown <laughs> he didn't think his own son was the best <laughs> oh, there you had stuff, it stuff Bernie our guy Bernie Fratto straight out of Vegas 11 p.m. Pacific time Fox Sports Radio at Bernie Fratto book. go buy the buy book, the book. <laughs> at Amazon.com thanks I love so you, much man. guys be good appreciate it Bernie thanks for staying up with us Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks? Coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Coming up in about, I don't know, seven, eight minutes from now, uh, we'll talk about the majors and jockeying for position and the type of lengths that you've got to go through to try to uh, get get a handle on one of these big events for your core. Stan Beyer with some insight uh, there. Uh, wanted to just give a nod, and, and we'll get back into the open as well. We have Hatton with, before he departed after missing the cut, uh, some great responses that, well, maybe we would do on our local munis, but want to give it its proper time. Uh, but since Shohei Otani uh, came up in the update, want to make give a nod to him. One, it's his bobblehead night. Uh, so you've got folks lined up hours before, just like when it was pillow night a couple weeks ago, Dan, Yeah, folks were leaving immediately with their sacks of pillows (laughs) and selling them. Look, because there's a big thing, right? And you've dabbled a little bit in the eBay and and online marketplace world. Sure. Some purveyors of goods and services don't want to deal with overseas shipping. So yeah. they limit their market. And when you're talking about a player like Shohei Otani, what's the appeal? Not just the U.S. He's a global guy. So if you're willing to ship overseas, takes longer, costs you more to ship it, but there's more money to be made, right? So a $50 yeah. pillow stateside, if you're willing to ship to Japan, at least in those first couple of days after release, you might have gotten up to another 50% on your purchase, uh, on your sale. So, you know, selling $70, $75. So the bobbleheads are going to be the same thing. And right now the market is set somewhere between 40 and 55 bucks. So people running in, grabbing those and then immediately firing them online. Well, quite, quite honestly, number one, I actually, it's, I think it's, it's bad, a bad job by the angels. Why are you having a Shohei Otani bobblehead night in mid-July? That should be reserved for early September when nobody cares. The Angels are out of it. They're not going to make the postseason. That's when you have the bobblehead night to bring everybody to the ballpark. But, Mike, since they've used up bobblehead night, every single game should be just a different Shohei Otani item. Oh, there, you know? are, there are more to come if you look at okay. their giveaway schedule. Yeah. There are plenty. Uh, there, there's no question about it. And uh, look, look at their opponent tonight. 
The Mariners, yeah. Uh, who are 48 and 43, a surprising 48 and 43 to this point. But I think when they looked at the schedule straight out of the All Star break, midsummer, uh, get the tourists that are out here in Southern California. Sure. But also, hey, it's a Friday night Mariners game. Come on in, get a bobblehead because they're going to do the pillows again next month already. Okay. Thought maybe they'd have a koozie, you know, for your oh, drink nice. that no, you, sure. could, you could do. You could do. Uh, Gosh, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that you could get at a ball game that you just turn into Shohei. You're gonna have Shohei Otani mini helmets. You're gonna have pennants. That's by the way, that's all my eBay is is getting 1970 NFL pennants. Is that right? Yeah, that's that that in random mini helmets. That's that's what I use the old eBay for. See, I that's if I'm. On the Angels, that's what I'm doing. No, and that's it, right? I mean, on Sunday, there's a Mike Mike Trout youth jersey. Uh, and then later on, let's see, their all-star poster a couple of days in a row when the Rockies are in town. Gee, guess who's on there? Uh, and then there's an Angels Hall of Fame tote bag. Won't be there, but no, no, no. There's an Otani vintage shirt that's also Ooh. part of a series. Again, it's a cool logo, too, Dan. You got to see this. Uh, against the A's, go through. They have that again. That's uh, a Nikon giveaway. And then there's Tops is doing a special set. So I'll have to go find some of those uh, when the A's are in town. And, and then there's an Otani shirt that's still there. There's a Hawaiian shirt. I can't quite tell whether it's players or just logos. And then there's another pillow giveaway and i'm sure one or two more to be named later so uh they'll milk this for all it's worth uh there's no question and they only limit to fourteen thousand per item as opposed to the dodgers when they do a bobblehead forty thousand dan oh otani keychain night should be otani usb night whatever anything that is otani the angels should have something halloween mask yeah Yeah, all all (laughs) the way whatever yeah yeah that's that's I, I'm not a. I, I didn't major in business, but if I was a businessman, that's what I'd be doing. Get in there and sell, sell, sell. Turn them around as fast as you can. Uh, one last note on Otani because I want to like this was a good thing uh, that he did as well, and and we celebrate and find our wins wherever we can here. Uh, and when players do some some positive things, we got to do that. We certainly have to report on a lot of the negatives uh, as we go. Otani got one hundred fifty thousand dollars for the home run derby. He decided to distribute his money amongst 30 Angels staffers. So trainers, ah, clubhouse workers, media relations, staff members, all these folks that his presence causes a little more work, a little more uh, preparation, right? As everybody wants a piece of every interaction, uh, he decided to distribute that way. So good on him. Very very good on him. And he came through a two-RBI single, so it's 6-5. Jared Walsh now at the uh, plate trying to tie or maybe even win the game for the Angels with two outs. Boom, there it is. Dan Byer with the update at Dan Byer on Fox. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, we get back into the open planning for majors, coursework, all of that that goes in, a lot of planning, politicking, and and really a lot of praying uh, that you – and your bid are successful. We'll get in behind the curtains a little bit next year on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio. Mike Harmon alongside Dan Beyer. He's in for Jason Smith. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. Big Friday night. We appreciate you being part of the show, being part of the extended family. All the guys making us sound so pretty here uh, on the airwaves. Our, our team, they are family. We just shared a nice big fat pizza pie. We even had a, an appearance by Bobo. Dan Byer. What? Really? I haven't seen Bobo in a while. He's he's spelt <laughs> wearing shoes that really his shoe collection is something I want to do a documentary it's on. on. Point. I tell you, when he posts pictures, I, I just start to cry a little bit. I was like, I want those shoes, but but I got fat feet, so they don't work. I, oh, I try man. to buy the fancy shoes when I finally get in on a drop, and and what they come and they're they're made for folks that that have no width to their feet whatsoever. I got yeah, this pair cool. of these kick-ass James Harden shoes that showed up. They are awesome. My feet are too fat. I can't even get them. My toes down into the the hole, let alone the rest of my damn foot. Cool shoes never come in wide. That's 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 the unfortunate thing. That's it. I need a bun- I, I need some money men that are ex football players with wide feet to work with me. Where are all my <laughs> linemen get at? Come on now. All right. Uh, it's tough to get wide shoes. Yeah, well, even in golf shoes, it's it's terrible. It really it really is bad. I, I was all excited. I bought these shoes. I got them before they sold out. They showed up, and I was like, "Oh, those are so cool! They have all these designs, cool colors, uh, the whole nine yards." And then I go to put them on. It's like I even bought a size up, and there's still not a prayer for me to get my fat feet, my flat, my fat Flintstonian feet into those shoes, Dan Bar. Oh man, hey. Just you could just put them on a shelf and admire them, even if you can't wear them. Well, that's kind of what either that or wait for the secondary market to pick up. There you uh, go. go win something, Harden. Anyway, uh, moving on <laughs> as we go through, Dan, you had a chance to to listen in to a, a talk earlier yeah. today as we talk about the open. We talk about the the jockeying for position, course creation and design and beautification and, and refurbishments, all that, all the money and time and effort that go into that as well as the politicking to get a chance to host one of these majors. And here in the U.S., uh, the the competition is fierce. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. And, and with the Open Championship going on right now, golf fans know the RNA runs the Open Championship, and there's basically an open rota where you go to seven or eight different courses and it rotates. You go to St. Andrews most often, but then you kind of mix it up between the you know eight or so courses. That really has never been the case here in the United States with the with the U.S. Open. There have been courses that the USGA have, have gone to frequently, Oakmont, Shinnecock Hills uh, as of recent. Those are starting to be – they're starting to be a bit of a rota – developed with the USGA where they take the US Open. Pebble Beach is going to have a US Open likely once every seven, eight, or nine years. You're seeing more and more of that. Pinehurst number two. And now, Mike, what happens is there seems to be less opportunities for maybe courses to host major championships if those storied courses are being uh, hosting US Opens by the USGA. And then you also have the PGA Championship who has their championships booked out all the way through 2029 and even some in in 2030 already so these classic courses and these great courses have a lot of keeping up with the joneses and you got to put your best foot forward so i was on a call today with uh gil hance the uh, golf course architect who restored donald ross's oakland hills the south course one of the one of the classic courses in all of golf it's hosted uh rider cups it's hosted pga championships and it's hosted u.s opens hosted the u.s amateur in 2016 the 
point being this. They put $12 million in to renovate the South Course, and it's basically the membership is like, we want to host major championships. And there's a lot that comes with it. The USGA loves to control uh, all facets of the golf course, and if you can have the right equipment, meaning putting uh, precision air underneath the grains to to control the moisture there, to add drainage. That's what they appeal. So Oakland Hills put $12 million, the members did, into renovating it, and they just reopened the course this summer. So I was on a call today just hearing all the ins and outs on, on the efforts that the Oakland Hills membership tried to put forth for a U.S. Open. There's no guarantee they could get one in 2028, maybe 2029. We know the USGA has made visits out there, Mike, but yeah, it's a big business. You're going to have to pay up if you want to host those big events at golf. Think about that. Part, forward. Yeah, part of that uh, club membership, the prestige of having sure. uh, one of those championships come there maybe a, a little wine and dine opportunity that avails itself that's great stuff dan at dan Byer on fox is where you find him coming up next we get back game five of the nba finals i know who dan's got what about me i'm diosa and i'm mala we are the creators of locatora radio a radiophonic novella which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast welcome to locatora radio season nine love, love at first, first listen, listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 